Welcome to My HR Podcast. Let's talk about the legal side of HR. Here's your host, Kevin Mosier, presented by Thompson Co. and My HR Genius. Hi, this is Kevin Mosier. Welcome to the My HR Podcast. I am excited today to have a special guest. We've got Dr. William Kelly, HR Director over at Vinco Inc. Vinco, right. Vinco Inc. Bill, I'm gonna call you Bill since we're uh, <laughs> since we know we knew we know each other. Sure, Kev. I'll drop the doctor okay. thing. But thanks for uh, coming in on the podcast. The topic that uh, that I really wanted to talk to you about, and I think this is a really interesting topic, especially you know with millennials and all thing, all the really cool things that millennials bring to the workplace and the table. Um, you and I were talking about flex time and how exactly you know that that's been working for you and it sounds like you're implementing a new flex time system so I'd, I'd be curious to hear how that's going and like what that means for you and your in your company as an HR professional all right well just to kind of set the stage Vinco is a construction company so obviously flex time doesn't work for the folks who are out in the field doing construction work in order to be more competitive with companies like Vinco especially with the the office-based personnel, project management in particular, we were in danger of losing a couple employees to another company because they were offering flex time, the ability to work from home, uh, you know, one day a week or more. So we started a pilot program the beginning of uh, 2019 for the project management group only, just to see how it goes and uh, to see if there's any snafus or hiccups along the way. Overall, I think the project uh, has been fine. What I find humorous is that sometimes it feels like my project managers spend more time trying to figure out or game the system than they do doing the job they're hired to do. Right. And by gaming, by gaming the system, I mean, hey, can I have a flex day in conjunction with a holiday? Right. Or can I have a flex day on a Friday and I'm taking the next week off for paid time off? That kind of stuff. I've never heard employees <laughs> do that. It's... A... <laughs> I mean, there's a reason so many companies have rules that say, like, you actually have to work or have a, an approved absence before and after a holiday, right? I mean, in, in order to be eligible for holiday pay. It, it's, yeah. it's just ubiquitous that, it, you know, employees will spend more time trying to game the system and trying to maximize their, their time off than sometimes actually working. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I mean, the good thing that comes out of that is, okay, there is a, you know, there's a gap in our policy. We need to fill that gap with more words. So I would, you know, update the policy to reflect the decision on a particular situation that an employee had. The problem that we have, we've always had, or the management of Vinco has, is being able to monitor the quality and quantity of work the employee puts out while they're on their quote flex day. Now, obviously a flex day is not a vacation day. It's not paid time off. You're supposed to be working from home and our ability to monitor what our employees are doing from home is hampered uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, we can see when they've sent or received emails and read them, that kind of thing. But, you know, phone calls, we're not listening in on phone calls. We don't monitor their phone calls. We don't monitor their, their phone bill. So, and the other concern that management had, quite honestly, is information that is confidential to the company being not kept under the company roof, if you will. It would be very easy for an employee to take a laptop home with them uh, and then duplicate the contents of that laptop onto their own computer. Yeah. And we wouldn't be wiser to it. 
Now, I, we like to think that employees are, are stand-up people and, you know, we can trust them. And by and large, we can. But, you know, it just takes one to create a problem that costs a lot of man hours and money to fix. Yeah. Have you had to implement security protocols for the trans- transfer of data and the protection of data? You know, worrying about proprietary information, security data that, that you know, if employees are using their own personal emails or their own personal equipment that it just might not be as data secure as as what you would would have out of a like one of your corporate offices yeah we certainly have the policies and the procedures but again when they're not under your roof it's very tough to determine if those policies and procedures are being followed now you know knocking on fake wood here in your office or we haven't had a problem like that. We're not aware of a problem like that. And I don't believe we're going to get a problem like that. Because obviously, if we, if we believed that was going to be a problem, we simply wouldn't have put the pilot program out there. So it's a it's a risk. But, you know, again, the, the other risk is losing two valuable employees who've been with the company several years to a competitor and then trying to find someone in a difficult labor market to fill though to fill those positions. And the, the nature of the work that Vinco does, they, they build and service cell phone towers. They work with uh, all the major carriers, Verizon, Sprint, all of these companies. The knowledge you have to have is very specific. It's very much a niche type of construction. So I can't just pull someone from a general contractor and say, hey, you know, come work for me as a project manager for Verizon, for example. So that has been, you know, that's, the, again, the reason why we did this was as a as an employment retention tool. And like I said, so far, we haven't had a problem, but we are aware of what yeah. the problems can be, and we're always, we're always having to monitor it. Yeah. Um, Kevin, have you ever had a situation where an employee took company laptop home, you know, under generally good principles or general pre- good precepts and then later the employer finds out oh that employee did something really really naughty with that laptop or did something naughty with information off that laptop you know i'm struggling to think of an exact situation where it's where it's come up i can only imagine it comes up a lot where where employees do that i mean i'm i've certainly had a number of situations where employees have misused the internet for <laughs> their own personal enjoyment that would not, you know, be safe for the workplace. You know, sometimes at the workplace, sometimes sometimes using the, the company laptop. But I haven't, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a situation where they've took it with nefarious intent to like steal data. I used to work in data security back way before law school back in the... Uh, Back in the good oh, old days. Were they still using um, vacuum tubes back then, Kev? They, were, they weren't. <laughs> but 128-bit encryption was brand new. <laughs> so it was <laughs> it was brand, brand new. So it, it was like credit cards were just now going to uh, going to the encryption. But there were those situations where people were stealing data and then, and then selling the credit card numbers. So I, I had a lot of those, you know, before I was a lawyer back in the day. But yeah, I'm struggling to think of any other situations. As a company, you have to take precautions, right? I mean, because your data is critical. And then obviously employee data, if we're talking about, you know, the type of information that people might get to create false identification, steal identities. Kevin, Kevin, you might remember I had a situation in one of our other offices where an employee, you know, under the guise of working from home, sent a spreadsheet via her personal email address. Do you remember that? No, uh uh-uh. 
Oh, you were part of it. Anyway, had an employee. She worked in HR in one of our other offices. She sent a spreadsheet with all this employee information on it. It had their social security numbers, their birth dates, their spouses' names, their rates of pay, the whole cassava. And she did this. I I wanted to work from home. I was going to be sick this day. So I sent this. I could do work from home. You remember that? Yes, I do. Yes. I completely remember this. Now. And, and you know, what a quagmire that turned into. We, we, we had to have her take her laptop to a specialist. The first specialist she took it to was her boyfriend. Yeah. And that wasn't yes. good enough. We went round and round with this person. It was a lot of man hours and a lot of uh, money spent trying to get the information off, off of her, out of her uh, email account and off the laptop. Obviously, she didn't work for us anymore after right, that. Right. Um, I had another situation at a prior employer that where I was the uh, senior HR generalist, where we hired an employee from a competitor. We made them, had them sign a document. They wouldn't bring classified information from their confidential information from their current employer with them. They had given their notice at their employer, and apparently on the last day they were working, they plugged their laptop, their personal laptop, into the company system and downloaded a bunch of confidential information from that employer with the intent of bringing it to my company, which we did not want under right, any circumstances. Right. That company uh, sued and put up an injunction. Yeah. Uh, so the guy didn't have a job where he was and he couldn't come work for us. Yeah, brilliant, um, brilliant move. Brilliant yeah. move. I mean, I was, you know, in those types of that, you know, stealing IP, stealing client lists, and I mean, that's like your typical salesperson fair. I mean, it's it's worst case scenario, right? Like their salespeople leave and they download all the client contact and prospect contact information. Let me ask you, getting back to the the sure. flex time, clearly this this is a shift in your industry, right? I mean, you're in the construction industry, and I know it's niche construction, but like five years ago, I, I can't imagine, was was flex time even contemplated five years ago? No, no, no. In, in fact, this flex time, uh, like I said, for my company, we just did it as kind of a reaction to what our competitors were doing. But this wasn't even heard of, you know, three or two years ago. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very recent, I guess it's an inducement to try to get employees to go from talented employees to go from one company to another. This is something that these companies thought up to induce that type of uh, movement away from their competitors, uh, employees away from their competitors. Yeah. And I, I know this is anecdotal, you know, where you're just talking about your current situation. But I, I also know, you you know, you hang out with a lot of HR people, a lot of, you know, yeah. we whiskey, hang out whiskey. Um, <laughs> no, it's a cauldron. It's a stuff. cauldron. Yeah. It's a cauldron. We're all around the cauldron doing incantations, you know, exactly. it's it, what typical HR <laughs> even Friday afternoons. Yes. And, so just out of curiosity, do you think you're just an example of just a shift generally because of generational issues with like millennials and Gen Z? Or do you think this is because the economy is so tight right now that this is just another kind of non-monetary way to uh, retain employees and entice new employees? I mean, it's as a recruiting effort. I mean, maybe the world's becoming different. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious what you're well, like, I can certainly certainly lay this at the feet of millennials. I like to lay things at the feet of millennials yes. because uh, they're an easy <laughs> scapegoat. So right. But I also think it's also part of a recruitment strategy. Again, the job market's tight. How can I get people to come to my company? If I can't pay them a million dollars a year, what else can I offer them that they would find valuable? Yeah. Oh, here's something. You can work from home. And, you know, at least one day or or perhaps even more uh, a week. And the other thing I think, quite honestly, is I don't think this genie can be put back in the bottle. 
if at some point in the future, the job market, the, the economy kind of dips and there's a lot of people out there looking for work, I don't think this benefit is necessarily going to go away as a result of that. Whether it's a generational or, or just a workplace cultural shift, whatever it is, you want, whatever you want to call it, I, I agree. I don't think that when we hit the next recession and the, and the unemployment rate, climbs. I don't think we're going to go back to, you know, suddenly flex time going yeah. away. I will tell you that at Vinco with this pilot program, we're not going to be able to rescind it. Yeah. If we if we were to say, okay, we tried the pilot program. This isn't really making us comfortable. We're going to stop it. We will lose those employees that we were we started the program for in the first place. What we what we have been able to do which is somewhat beneficial for us is we limited it to a particular job title or job group as opposed to throwing it open for all office personnel, mm-hmm. uh, which in some cases, we, some office personnel, we simply can't let them work from home because of the nature of the work they do in the office. So we were able to limit this to uh, high value. Not that all employees aren't valued, they are, but our project managers are in our industry are kind of gods. And uh, so we're able to limit yeah. the benefit to this group of employees and, and and you know, happily, I'm not getting asked by other employees who aren't in that group, when are you going to do that for us? So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we're able to limit it to this group. But like I said, I don't think we're ever going to be able to pull it back. Yeah, I completely agree. And if, uh, you know, people listening to this podcast, if, if it hasn't come to their business, I someday it will. Whether it's like you, you know, being defensive or being offensive on a recruiting standpoint, I just think it's it's the wave of the of the future with uh, certain jobs, obviously that that it makes sense for. Bill, thanks so much for uh, joining me today, coming in, knocking on my the, the fake uh, wood in my office. You I got lots of fake real. wood here. I, yeah, no, this is yeah. fake. This is pressed plywood. I, I mean, it's you got some veneer on uh, here or something, I guess. I have to uh, talk to our got, office manager. Yeah, I notice your desk doesn't have a back to it, by the way. I know. I know. It's <laughs> it's so modern. It's very modern. So well, yes, ultra, very transparent. Very, yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for coming in, talking about this topic. Really appreciate it. And for those of you listening thanks for your attendance and listening to our my hr podcast for other podcasts in our podcast series feel free to go to myhrgenius.co our website where we describe our 79 dollars a month subscription based legal service program and feel free to subscribe to us on google play itunes stitcher and spotify thank you bill you take care kevin for more information on Thompson Co. and the My HR Genius program, please visit myhrgenius.co.